0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Curious Neuron podcast. My name is Cindy Huffington, and I'm your host. If you are new here, welcome. I am a mom of three, and I have a doctorate degree in neuroscience. And what I try to do is cover research around parenting and child development, and I interview specialists. And what I've been testing out the past couple weeks are these unedited um, solo episodes by myself, just talking to you guys. Um, and today, I'd like to cover a topic that I posted about on Instagram today, which revolves around physical punishment and spanking. We'll get into that very soon. And I also want to read the comments that people shared because I think it's important that we try to understand both sides and, and why people agree with it as well. Um, so that when we're in situations, we can be a little bit more compassionate because they come from a place that perhaps they experience this and, and that's okay. We need to hear them out as well. As you know, I am strongly opposed for physical um, punishment and spanking. Um, but like I said, we'll get into that in a few mom- moments. First, I'd like to say that this is the 50th episode of the Curious Neuron podcast. I can't believe that we are already at 50 episodes. Um, I think back to the first episode and I had interviewed a local pediatrician. We spoke about screen time. That's what I decided to open up the the podcast with. And after recording the episode with her, which by the way, I I was holding my phone up to the mic. I was interviewing her from my cell phone. And whenever she spoke, I would bring the, the phone right up to the mic. And then when I would speak, I would move the phone away from it so that I had a clear voice on the on the mic. And then I would bring her back to the mic. Um so thinking back, that was kind of funny. I it wasn't like 40 years ago. It wasn't very long ago. Um, but I didn't know anything about Zoom and the pandemic hadn't started. So many of us did not know anything about Zoom. Um, but once I had this recorded and figured out how to edit it, and how to get music together and put it all together, it took me about a year to actually publish the podcast episode. One, it was incredibly weird to hear myself speak and I was uncomfortable with it. Um, I was the kind of person that didn't even want to listen to my voice on a voicemail. Um, so that was really weird to me. And then the second thing was just the fear, the fear of putting it out there, of putting your... Thoughts and like interviewing was new to me. I had never interviewed people. I had done a, a, little, a little bit um, for my postdoctoral fellowship, but I mean, this is this was completely out of the box for me. Interviewing guests and and um, sharing my thoughts and sharing my knowledge—it was just extremely uncomfortable. And especially during the, those days, um, you might not know, but every time I would post something on Instagram, I also had this fear of you know having summarize the article wrong or having I don't know, done something wrong where I'd make a fool of myself. Um, And I've learned to step back uh, a lot. It's not completely gone. These solo episodes are something new to me and they are uncomfortable, but I'm doing them because I'm actually having fun having these conversations with you guys and I'm getting really good feedback. So far, I hope you're enjoying it as well. You can email me at info at curiousneuron.com or come join me on Instagram at curious underscore neuron. Um, And you can visit our website at curiousneuron.com. There are Blog post. You can listen to the podcast episode from there as well. There are labs that you could, if you click on free resources, there are labs that you can join if you'd like to join a study for yourself um, when it comes to parental mental health or for your child. And lastly, there is the academy where you can join a program or a course. So there's a lot of information on our website. Um, Like I said, you could reach out and let me know, or you can also leave a rating and a review for the podcast. And if you leave a rating and a review, Take a screenshot and send it to me either by email, info at or you could send it uh, through DM on Instagram, and I will send you a little something from our shop online, a PDF for parents, um, Meltdown Mountain, or if you're potty training, whatever it is, I'll send you a free PDF to thank you. And before we dive into this really interesting topic, I would like to thank the Tannenbaum Open Science Institute for supporting the Cures podcast Podcast. Um, now, this is a topic that I posted about today, actually Sunday, uh, March 20th on Instagram. So if you're listening to this on Monday morning, you could head on to my Instagram account and you'll see the post. Um, basically, I was summarizing a study that I found and, and spoke about many other studies that I've, I've read um, that spoke about physical punishment, corporal punishment and basically spanking and hitting our child with either a hands or with objects as well. Um, I know that this is a very touchy topic and you know you know how I am if you've been following me for a while. I don't touch certain, certain topics. I don't discuss sleep a lot, mostly because um, there's a lot of gray area when it comes to sleep and um, there are things that are clear but things that are not. So I need to have all the facts and be able to really understand um, give you advice based on what I've read and understood and it's not a subject that I'm comfortable discussing. When it comes to screen time, I also discuss this very openly and you know that I've I've posted about this in, in episodes. Um and but it is something I don't post about as often as I would like. I know that it causes a lot of controversy. Um, but spanking and physical punishment is another one that i don't post about enough but i feel like i should be posting about this this is something that i feel more strongly about as well um, because there's a lot of research around the consequences research that we didn't know of back in the day um, and research that is very um, you know it's it's strong research it's good research so i believe that it is important that we inform ourselves now i want to just preface this conversation by saying that i posted about it and um, some parents are, you know, voicing the fact that they have themselves been um, hit or spanked when they, they themselves were hit or spanked when they were young and they don't see anything wrong with it. As I said, uh, as a reply to somebody's post, I think it's really important that we approach parents who feel this way with compassion and curiosity. We do not know you know, how their childhood was, we do not know how their life is right now, and perhaps everything is okay, um, when it comes to research, they are relationships and correlations, and we have to be aware of that. However, when it comes to physical punishment with our children, um, the research is clear that there are much higher risks uh, when it comes to behavioral issues, when it comes to their social-emotional skills, when it comes to the development of their um, stress systems and their reward systems, and as well as their relationship with their parents. Now, All this isn't to say that if you happen to lose control of yourself and spank your child that one time, you know, it's not that there's immediate damage right away, but there has to be some repair. If you lost control of yourself and have no idea what happened to you, perhaps you were never even spanked yourself and it just happened. I don't want parents listening to this that, you know, had this moment or that have been spanking and using physical punishment um, for discipline. I don't want this to be an episode that feels like I am shaming you or judging you. I don't want it to be that. But I do want it to be an episode where I am informing parents about the research that is out there. And, you know, as a parent um, spoke about here in the comments, they said that it doesn't matter what research is out there. When it comes to parenting, we should all be making the decisions that make sense to us and that feel right to us. You know that I have said that before because I do think it's important that we find our voice as a parent and do things that make sense to us and feel good to us and our children. But when it comes to physical punishment, um, especially the fact that there's so much research around it now and that it doesn't really fall around respecting the child, which is what I try to follow. I I follow, you know... um, I do follow like different kinds of parenting styles, you know, not styles, but it's, I guess, towards the responsive parenting or attachment parenting, whatever you want to call it, but it's authoritarian, no, sorry, authoritative parenting, where I balance warmth with boundaries. That's what I use to follow. That's what I use to guide the way that I'm parenting my children. However, when it comes to setting boundaries, I do not see the need for physical punishment because when you know, maybe this is a misunderstanding around discipline. I had a discussion with a psychologist about this on Instagram last week, and I've invited her to have this discussion on the podcast. Discipline is something that perhaps is misunderstood sometimes. It's not about our child doing everything that we want them to do. They should still have a voice and they should still have a say, but it's also not being permissive and letting them do whatever they want. Discipline has to do with teaching our child something. So if our child runs into the street, and this was an example that somebody brought up in the comments. Um, If a child is about to do something that's really dangerous, if you spank them, according to some parents' beliefs, and that might be yours as well, if they are spanked or hit, they will understand that they should never do that again. I'm not going to deny the fact that the fear that we've instilled in our child in that moment might lead to them not doing it again. And I'm not even going, you know, perhaps this worked for you as a child, as a parent said in the comments. But I think the point that I want to make is, or the question perhaps that I'd like for you to think of if you are doing it this way, is are there any other ways for a child to learn what was right and wrong in that moment? So if they ran across the street Is there another way of communicating how dangerous that was? And I was raised in an environment where there was a lot of yelling and a parent here in the comments uh, for today's post about physical punishment mentioned that they see yelling as much worse. And in fact, they have a better relationship with a parent that spanked them as a child than the parent that yelled at them. I get the yelling. That is not you know, always the best solution. In a moment where things are dangerous, we might not know what to do. And it might be the fear behind our minds of something happening to her child that might lead to us doing something that we don't really want to, or perhaps we do. Perhaps we think this is the best way to do it. Yelling might not be the, the, the solution, but physical punishment should not be the the any of the options to help discipline our child. There are so many other options. There's, you know, the, how we communicate with them and, and, it could be you getting mad and you don't need to spank the child. Um, But I know that many parents don't agree with this. I know that many parents were raised a certain way um, and feel that they turned out okay. I think it was on Mr. Chaz's um, Facebook page, uh, no, Instagram page. He was a guest on the Curious John podcast before. And I think some parent had said that they... I don't know if it was them or their brother or whatever. They they had been spanked as a child, and they turned out great. And they're either themselves or a sibling even became a doctor. It's not to say that spanking or physical punishment won't allow you to become that. It's 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 different parts of the brain. um, Where first of all stress, you know being hit doesn't really calm a child, right? So if their amygdala or the the emotions part of the brain is already activated um and now you're you're you, you know in that moment of fear if they did something they weren't supposed to or if you create that moment of fear perhaps they weren't listening to you. Um that's not a moment of fear for their amygdala for the for their emotions. However if you create that moment of fear now you've activated the the um the amygdala And you're probably activating the stress systems of the brain. And when that happens, there is no communication between the emotions part of the brain and the frontal lobe. The frontal lobe is the part of the brain that thinks. So if we keep creating these situations where we're spanking or hitting our children, when they're not listening, when they're not being obedient and not following what they should follow, if we are continually Creating these stressful situations where we are blocking communication between the emotions part of the brain and the thinking part of the brain, this will desensitize their stress system. This will lead to them um, being more, perhaps, obviously, this is research and correlations, but more likely to be more anxious or have mental health issues or have social, emotional, um, you know issues as well as a, as an adult, it might lead to them not being able to regulate and manage their emotions. Um, because what we've shown them is when we are upset, we don't manage our emotions, we use physical uh, ways to, to express our emotions. Because we might have, it might have been fear in that moment where the child is crossing the street, right? And that fear just causes anger in us. So, when it comes to managing our emotions, that's not the way we want to model it for our children. And, but that, if we're modeling it that way, then this is perhaps why the study I summarized today, which looked at authoritarian parenting and being very strict, only boundaries, showing, you know, and to the next level of of physical punishment. um, That leads to, so when this happens before the age of five, this study suggested that there are higher chances of a child between the ages of five, uh, uh, I think it was five and eight or five and ten, higher chances of them having behavioral issues or conduct issues because of the fact that they were raised in this very harsh environment. That's number one. Number two is if you look up adverse childhood uh, events or ACEs, A-C-E, you will find, you can look up the scale and you will see that there are many items on this scale. And one of the factors um, or the items that you can check off is having been spanked or hit um, or where corporal punishment was used on you as a child. So they always look, they these studies that use the ACE scale is always retrospectively, right? So they ask adults certain questions and then they look back at their childhood. So, Items that are on the ACE scale include being in an environment where a parent had um you know, an addiction to substances or alcohol, um, an environment where a parent was verbally abusive, physically abusive towards the other parent caregiver in the, in the house. Um, so if a child witnesses this, that's, early, um, that's an ace and an adverse childhood event. Um, a child receiving any form of abuse, physical, emotional, um, sexual is a, an ace. And divorce is on the list as well, I believe. And, uh, somebody, argue, somebody commented that you know, divorces don't automatically lead to some sort of trauma, and this is true. I just want to put it out there. It's actually a really good question. Um, we can discuss divorce actually on another podcast episode. Um, just very quickly, it's on this list because it has the possibility of being an adverse childhood event. So you know, a, a, an adult that is ticking the, um, the boxes for events that cause them, you know, um, a lot of of, dis- of harm and, and um, emotional, you know, discomfort, they might check off the list um, divorce, but for some it might not be. So what you are looking for within this scale are four or more items that are checked off. And like I said, spanking, physical punishment or corporal punishment is one of the items that you check off. What they found in studies is that when you have four or more items checked off on this list, you have higher chances of having a mental um, mental illness or mental health struggles. You have higher chances of substance abuse and higher chances of these social emotional problems. Um, you know, creating relationships and strong relationships and healthy relationships. So this is really important when it comes to. Um, really thinking about how we want to discipline our child. Now, you could be somebody who really doesn't agree with it and you've uh, agreed with everything I've said because I'm against um, using physical punishment towards children. And I will be speaking with Anna Skates, who is one of my favorite Instagram people I'm bringing her onto the podcast. And we're going to discuss um, being respectful as a parent and, and what all this means, you know. And this is where, to me, I always try to place myself in my children's shoes. And whether or not I say something to them or do something, is this something I would want somebody else to do or say to me? And it's important for me to put myself in their shoes because children are humans. (laughs) They are tiny humans, but they have the same feelings and want to be respected and seen the same way that we want to be respected and seen. And if we follow those four S's from uh, Daniel Siegel's book um, and Tina Payne Bryson, which is called The Power of Showing Up, one of my favorite books, by the way, um, if we follow that, then the four S's are, does a child feel safe? Do they feel seen? And do they feel soothed by their caregiver? And when they do, then they feel secure. Then they, they build a secure attachment. And this also follows a lot of the brain science. Another book, if you'd like to follow up on that, is called What Happened to You, and that's by Bruce Perry, Dr. Bruce Perry. Um, and that really dives into the science behind all of this, looking at the stress system uh, that I mentioned before, and also the reward system, right? So if a child uh, is is being spanked often, and, and that's the kind of mode of communication that we've chosen to to take with our child to communicate that we're not happy to communicate that they're not following rules then what's happening to the reward system what's you know we have to remember that the most rewarding thing for a child is our love and our connection. That's what gets the brain going as a newborn when they're after they're born and they're crying. Every time we come and hold them and and, and give them that attention, that brain is saying, ah, <laughs> thank you. And then you have a release of all those hormones that are just making the child feel good and rewarded. And when you activate that reward pathway of the brain, a lot as a child, then you're developing really good and healthy and strong connections in the reward pathway. But what happens sometimes as teenagers or adults or even young children, we there are natural ways of activating the reward pathway. A glass of water after a run, for example, or exercise. Uh, another natural way is, is food. Um, and then there are ways that are not natural and ways that we could um, you know, coffee, uh, could be one of them, gambling, uh, gaming, um, screen time might be another way to reward. So anything that makes the brain feel good and rewarded, the brain will say, "Hey, give me some more, <laughs> uh, and, and we'll look for ways for us to try to get some more. That's why, uh, also once we start doing something, for example, coffee or even cigarettes, you can have one cup of coffee if you start drinking coffee. And I saw it in myself as well. Um, and you have one cup a day and that's perfect. But now all of a sudden, that one cup that used to be rewarding to your brain, the brain says, ah, not anymore. <laughs> and now your brain wants two cups of coffee. And when, when you have that second cup of coffee that first day, man, does that feel good. And your brain is so rewarded. And then, as you know, the addiction begins. Um, so what happens is that if we are not creating those healthy pathways as a child, um, then the reward pathway is going to look for ways to feel good and to feel rewarded through other ways of of doing it. Um, and that's why when somebody has these adverse childhood events, there is a higher chance of substance abuse or alcoholism um, and mental health. I hope this, um, I don't know, (laughs) I hope that for those of you who, um, you know, maybe wanted a bit more of the science behind this, um, that it helps clarify why spanking and, and physical punishment is not the best way to go. I know that there are correlations and somebody in the comments on Instagram did mention, you know, that it doesn't mean that something bad will happen to a child. And it's true. Maybe some parents listening to this say, hey, I was spanked and I turned out fine and I don't see anything wrong with it. I I, th- I guess the goal of today's discussion was to one, share the research that's around it. Um, but two, you know, as a curious neuron parent or somebody who follows this community, you know that my goal is to bring you the science. Now that I've put it out there and laid it out there, I would love for you to explore the relationship that you have with your child, to explore the relationship that you have with yourself and to think, you know, how or are there any ways that perhaps my childhood led to the way that things are today? Um, you know, maybe you are a physician and a surgeon and, and you were spanked as a child, but how are your relationships? Are you um, able to manage your emotions very well? Do you tend to go towards screaming and externalizing emotions? Or perhaps you're internalizing emotions a lot and, um, you know, internalizing emotions and not communicating about them properly leads to mental health difficulties. Now, again, it doesn't mean that everybody will have this, but sometimes I think the discussions that I have with parents um, who were spanked, they say, I'm fine. And they, they link it to their job, but there's so much more linked to the concept. Like there are so many other consequences. And, and my biggest concerns are the the consequences revolved around social, emotional learning and, and skills um, the reward pathways of the brain and the stress pass- pathways of the brain. So I would really like parents to evaluate themselves and then think of, what kind of pathways they want to create in their child's brain. Um, Do we want those strong reward, you know, pathways? So then perhaps we need to rethink about how we're parenting our child and how we're disciplining, and I'll definitely dive into that. We have an episode, um, uh, I forget, I think it was... mm, maybe the second season. Um, It's the author, Yuhidis Smith, and she has a book called Rethinking Discipline. And that's a great place for you to start. Um, She covers a lot. And it's it's this tiny little book, but has so much information. And it's so easy to read and and to follow. Um, But it's really rethinking about how we were disciplined. And it's not about being permissive, like I said last episode, it's really about establishing those boundaries, and being firm with them. And you know, showing our children empathy and warmth. I personally think that children should not be spanked ever. There is no reason to hit a child. Um, I cannot think of a good reason to hit a child. I could think of a reason to be really mad and to to express how dangerous something might have been. Um, but I think about, you know, again, putting myself in their shoes, the person that you care about the most, your parents, your caregiver we are their world and when we show up in a way that is physical and and um aggressive um you know it actually breaks my heart uh, putting myself in the child's shoes. Um, and again, maybe some of us turned out or some parents turned out okay, um, but let's turn the page on this and let's end these generational cycles and these cultural beliefs that believe that spanking is the way to discipline a child. Let's inform ourselves with the science and have open communication and conversations around it without judging, without shaming other parents who believe that it's okay, but questioning and perhaps thinking about what we want for a child's future. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Again, today's the 50th episode. I'm so excited that you're here with me. Please come say hello on Instagram or leave a rating and review. Take a screenshot, send it to me, and I will send you a little something. I hope you all have a wonderful and lovely week. Bye!